What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Dimling here with y'all as always. Not uh, as good news, I guess you could say, um, coming out of the lacrosse world over the past couple <clears throat> of the past 24 hours, really. Um, as y'all know, I've probably heard the Ivy League has canceled the men's basketball and women's basketball tournament um, due to the uh, coronavirus. That Those cancellations will probably also trickle over into lacrosse. Um, I know there's been some reports that Harvard and Princeton are going to suspend or cancel their spring sports season. Um, nothing official yet out of there. I do know, uh, I believe every Ivy put out <clears throat> excuse me, a statement yesterday um, from the Ivy League saying that um, there will be limited spectators at all of their spring sport events. Um, so that does include Cornell and Yale this weekend. Princeton plays Penn. Um, Brown and Harvard play. And then uh, Dartmouth is the only one not playing a uh, conference game as they play St. John's this weekend. <clears throat> but, and it's going it's to be a big lacrosse weekend um, overall with conference play starting for most conferences. And I'll get into that a bit tomorrow on tomorrow's uh, weekend preview podcast. Um, and then R- Rutgers has said, so Rutgers and Syracuse play on Saturday. Uh, Syracuse going down to Piscataway. As uh, y'all know, Syracuse cannot have any more home games. Uh, they are one, I think they have two home games left that will be played at Ciro, uh, Cicero North High School in Syracuse. Um, <clears throat> but Rutgers is not going to have any spectators at that game. So no spectators at the Syracuse-Rutgers game on Saturday. Um, also, I do know there was... Today has recording this Wednesday and Tuesday, I believe as well. Uh, there were cancellations of high school games across the country. I know Wa- uh, Washington State, which is where the kind of the outbreak, I guess, started, but it was more in a nursing home area. Um, they have suspended, I believe is what I saw, the high school season or delayed the start of the high school across season. So. <clears throat> Those teams cannot play. Um, it's also affecting some teams that were going to Washington for spring break um, trips. So that's affected that as well. I know Fulton County, Georgia, which is where um, I believe it takes a bit of it's it's north north of Atlanta. I believe it takes a bit of downtown Atlanta with it, uh, uh, outskirts part of it. Um, so like Alpharetta. Area, there was a school system employee tested positive for the virus, so they canceled school. Uh, I believe most schools were canceled today as well. Um, I do know they were canceled yesterday. Uh, some high school games across the county down there, every high school has canceled their games um, <clears throat> at least yesterday. Um, I only believe there was one or two today that got canceled, but there was like five or six that got canceled. Um, yesterday. So we'll see how all of this shakes out. Um, then back to the college game. Um, the, 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 probably the biggest news amongst this is that the NESCAC, um, has 
the best the best conference in Division Three lacrosse, has canceled or suspended spring sports seasons. Amherst, who was number seven in Division Three at the time, um, has suspended their lacrosse season with other sports going on in the spring. <clears throat> Tufts has canceled their spring sports season. Middlebury, I believe, has done the same. There's also numerous other Division Three schools that have canceled or suspended um, their lacrosse seasons uh, amongst with other sports um, as well. So <clears throat> a lot going on. In the lacrosse world right now, uh, not too much of it very good um, in terms of canceling games for um, a virus that um, is kind of sweeping the globe. Uh, so we'll see how things turn out there. Um, <clears throat> I do know Boston U and Bucknell last weekend, that game was postponed. Uh, they're trying to make that one up. From what I hear, it is a conference game uh, because there were a few Boston U players that had the flu um, and they wanted to make sure it was not <clears throat> the coronavirus. So that game was canceled last weekend. And I believe that was the first of like lacrosse that's happened. The college basketball invitational has literally just announced before I hit record on this that they have canceled their tournament, uh, the CBI, which, you know, the CBI is kind of the, it's like the third level. You have the NCAA, the NIT, and the CBI. So that tournament is canceled. Hopefully, uh, we will not have any cancellations in college lacrosse. Um, and as I mentioned, like, humongous weekend on deck with a lot of conference play starting. Um, so hopefully, 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 no cancellations in college lacrosse. No, <clears throat> um, hopefully after after this weekend, we have no more spectator um, no restrictions or any of that. Because uh, if you ask me, it's just all it's uh, it's pretty stupid. I mean, you're gonna get sick anyway, so um, or you could get sick anyway. Um, <clears throat> so it's stupid to me, but. Um, guess the people, the higher-ups um, are trying to be safe, which is all fine and good, but uh, canceling season, seasons is uh, n- not, not, not something that um, looks very good from the outside, and it affects many people. Um, it affects the players on those teams, affects opponents, um, and you, know, you feel probably the worst for the seniors who... and. Like, I think this was brought up is, like, if you have all these seniors get a, get a, get a fifth year of eligibility, then that's going to create a roster management nightmare for many teams. And if the Ivy League does indeed cancel lacrosse, which would be a mistake, a huge mistake... The Ivy League does not permit fifth-year players. So you would have a transfer frenzy of grad transfers. That 
that that in itself would be madness as well. So we'll see how everything shakes out on the uh, virus front in terms of impacting college athletics, um, and in particular here, college lacrosse. Now, on a uh, much better note than game cancellations and all of that, and, oh, by the way, I do want to mention, nothing has affected the NLL. Um, The NLL is not doing anything about this, it appears. So, uh, we're all good there. Games are going on schedule as planned in the NLL, which is fantastic to hear. Um, But going uh, on a lighter note here, I guess you could say, the PLL has announced, well, is continuing to announce. They've not announced every location yet. At the time of recording this, they might have by the time you listen to this. Uh, but they have started to announce the final uh, locations that they will be visiting in 2020. So they had released, I believe, yeah, they've released through week six Back in the winter, um, with January, February is when they released a bunch of, uh, they released any in, in December? Maybe not, but they, they released locations that they were going to in, uh, February and January, um, and stopped at week six, and they hadn't really released much since. Um, I guess you can understand that with all the <clears throat> stuff that's been going on with, that league in terms of the expansion draft, um, new player entry draft, and all of that. Um, but they have now released, there's only three weeks left that they have not released at the time of recording this episode. Well, actually, four weeks if you count All-Star, and then the championship has not been announced yet either. So, um, here's the known PLL schedule right now. Week 1, Gillette Stadium. Week 2, 5th 3rd Stadium, uh, which is in Kennesaw, uh, down in the Atlanta area. Kenneth P. Lavelle Stadium, uh, Studybook University on Long Island. Homewood Field, we all know where that is, uh, kind of the mecca of lacrosse, uh, according to many. The Ford Center at the Star, that was in Frisco, Texas, uh, where the Dallas Rattlers played. Viking Lakes and TCO Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's uh, home of the Minnesota Vikings. I believe it's the practice facility is one of it. Um, All-Star Weekend has not been announced yet. That will be Week 7. Providence Park. In Oregon, in Portland, Oregon, I believe it's where the Portland Timbers play. And then Wakeman Soccer Park in Raleigh, North Carolina. Week 10, 11, <clears throat> excuse me, week 10 will be in Albany. Um, where I think Albany, Albany and Baltimore seem to be the two most successful places last season. So going back to Albany in week 10, no surprise there. So we have 10 weeks, um, well, nine weeks technically announced. Uh, we know the All-Star weekend will be week seven. Um, some initial like notable things here. So 
Um, they're going to at least four different new markets in 2020 and coming back to four like uh, markets they went to last year. Um, of the last week 11, week 12 that they have not announced yet, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is in Ontario or in British Columbia. I think Canada is a market that the PLL cannot leave out. They cannot, um, Canada cannot risk, or the PLL cannot risk not going to Canada. Um, I think they, I think they need to. Um, the MLL, I think it was kind of a, a, a mistake when they, when they left Hamilton and moved down to Florida. Um, no, I do understand that the, maybe the attendance wasn't as, as good as it could have been, but I do think that, that the PLL needs to be in Canada. They need to have a presence in Canada. Um, they have a, a, a very good number, um, very good number of Canadians on the rosters of these teams playing in this league, so... You know, going to Canada, whether it's Ontario or British Columbia, I think it's something that the PLL needs to do. Um, it's that's the only like thought really I have in terms of returning to an area. Um, Hamilton and Ontario, I don't know exactly. Um, I can't remember exactly how well they did that weekend, but, you know, like I said, Albany and Baltimore were by far their best weekends. Um, so... But these last two stops here, I want to see Canada on one of them. And I want to see the South on another one of them. Um, now something else I want to talk about. Um, currently, the most time that... So, you know, the Mid-Atlantic, they're going to, to Maryland. Um, and you can put Long Island in that category as well if you want to. Um, they're going to New England with... Boston or, or Foxborough. Um, I know I'll have people kill me for saying Foxborough is Boston. Um, they're going to the Midwest in Minneapolis. And they're going to the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. Now, they're going to the South three times. Well, if you consider Texas part of the South, which I'm going to for the sake of this uh, episode, I, I usually would, wouldn't, but... Um, I, I will, for the sake of this, um, this right here, this discussion. They're going to Kennesaw, Georgia, Frisco, Texas, and Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, me being from the South, I love seeing the PLL come down south more. Um, I like the Atlanta area. I like the Raleigh decision. I like the Frisco slash Dallas decision. Um... The one thing I will say is like I like I would love to see Nashville on here. Nashville or Memphis or you, I mean I think you've gotta gotta you've gotta pluck some of those markets, right? Um I, I think Raleigh is a great place, you know, that Duke is uh near there, UNC is near there, uh two very high profile college programs, I think that is a good decision there, but in terms of other places they need to go in the south, Nashville, 
Miami, no, Tampa, Jack, anywhere in the in the Sunshine State, anywhere in the Volunteer State, like Memphis or uh, Nashville, like I think those are the two areas that they haven't hit yet that I would love to see them hit. Um, next, uh, next with one of these last two locations, which should be released in the next couple of hours. Uh, so y'all should know that by the time of listening to this, most likely. Um, but no, as, as, as expected, you know, most in the Northeast or East Coast area, um, with, you know, Long Island, you have Foxborough, you have Baltimore, you have Albany. Uh, so, you know, not, and I know people kind of get upset about, you know, hey, why are you going here instead of here? And you, you can't fault the league for going to places where it succeeds. Like, that's, that's how you do business. They're not going to go, uh, they're not going to go to Mississippi, y'all. Like, they're not going to go to New Orleans. You know, they're, they're not going to go to areas like that where they don't know if they're going to draw a crowd. Like, like, they're going to go to these new areas, right? Portland, I think, is a great place. Minneapolis, I think, is a great city to go to. Um, they're going to go reach these new areas, Texas. Um, but overall, you got to do it, what works. You got to make it's It's a business decision uh, when, they're, when they're looking at where they're going. It is a business decision. Um, and I think the PLL so far has done a good job of probably better this year of spreading things out now. I don't know where the championship game will be in. I liked Philadelphia last year from what you could see on TV. It looked like a pretty decent crowd, pretty nice crowd there. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, All-Star Weekend, I would probably expect to be in California again. Um, I don't know exactly how the crowd... Like, I don't remember these things of like, oh, they had a good crowd here, a good crowd here. I remember Albany, Baltimore... In Philadelphia, and that's really it. Um, in Atlanta, because I was there, uh, that was that was a pretty decent crowd. It was one of the largest uh, pro field crowds in in the South um, that I've seen. You know, the boys haven't didn't draw well. That's why they're moving to Philadelphia. Um, the ACC tournament was in Atlanta one year. I believe it drew pretty well, uh, but I believe the second year maybe didn't do so hot. But um, field lacrosse is weird. I think I think overall field lacrosse is difficult to not to sell, but to fill stadiums just because you need kind of a mid-sized stadium, and you know people kind of like, hey, why you know why are they going back to Foxborough? if they said they wanted to do more MLS stadiums and things like that, I think that is because, and they mentioned it, they have all the amenities the athletes need. Like, you're in an NFL stadium. All the amenities are already there for y'all. So why y'all need to go to some small rinky-dink stadium? You know what I mean? Um, so it's about, you have to find that you have to find that balance of size that, can hold the crowds that we want to bring. Okay, POL just announced in week 11 Salt Lake City, um, which is nice. That I got it. That's nice. 
Um, if y'all ain't seen those crowds out there for the Utah games, it, it's pretty nice. So um, I'm excited. That that that's a good one. That that's a good one. That's a good one. That that's a good one. That's 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 pretty good. So week eleven, Salt Lake City. Um, I'm I'm gonna end it there, guys. Uh, thanks again for listening to the, uh, today's Lacrosse Bucket podcast. Be back tomorrow with uh, weekend preview, previewing the NLL uh, week. 15, I believe. Um, yeah, week 15. Got seven games on deck, including the Battle of the Prairies, um, Saskatchewan and Calgary. Big weekend in college across, as I mentioned. Conference play starting up some big games, including Maryland, Virginia, Yale, Cornell, um, and many others. Again, thank you all for listening in. Uh, find us on social media at Lacrosse Bucket, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My personal at Tanner underscore Demling. Online, lacrossebucket.com is the website, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season. I wanted to come in at the end of this um, and uh, do give a little update. Uh, the Ivy League has canceled spring sports, so... Um, all the Ivy League lacrosse teams, their seasons are canceled. Also, um, UMass and Utah, that game has been moved to Friday from Saturday. Um, so not, not, not a big issue there. Um, Delaware has announced that there will be no spectators at events. So has Rutgers and uh believe numerous other schools um, have or will as well. Um, again, a lot more kind of on this um, tomorrow as everything kind of comes full picture for what uh, this means really for college across. And uh, the worst part of it is the, the Ivy just completely canceling uh, the season for, for, for many of these athletes. And, um, you know, Princeton and Yale and Cornell – we're all top five teams in the country coming in to this week. Um, you know, hate it for those seniors, definitely. Um, supposedly trying to give them a fifth year of eligibility, but, you know, that, you know, how many of those guys really do do that, um, you know, go through with it? Um, you know, guys like Michael Sowers and Jeff Teat. Um, and T.D. Irwin um, are going to be high draft picks, going to have some money thrown their way. So, um, you know, do they do that? Do they stay? Um, that'll kind of be a thing to watch over the next few uh, months as the season winds down and really if we will have a um, an NCAA tournament. You know, I, I, I'm of the ones who believe we will. Um, the NCAA basketball tournament will be played with no spectators, uh, which is kind of weird, stupid, very um, hurts the economy really of those cities that were banking on that tournament coming there. Um, so we'll see how everything shakes out across college, across, really across athletics in general. Uh, the NBA is being affected by this. I mentioned uh, nothing from the NLL yet other than saying um, we're aware of it basically. So 
We'll see what happens with all of that. But the big news, Ivy League canceling spring sports, which impacts the number three, number number two, number three, number five, I believe. Yeah, number five. And number 16 teams in the country. Brown was also receiving votes. Dartmouth has also received votes this season as well.